Ba ba li ba bia ba. Oh god, I choked on my spit. Well, that was the best picture ever. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I think we need to cut that one and just use it forever. That was the best. <laughs> I was breathing in and I choked on myself. Um, yeah, best intro music <laughs> in the whole world. Uh, it welcome wins. to fan picking tastic. Yeah, I'm don't sorry. mind the sound of me cutting. I'm Ashley. I'm Hannah. Thank you. That's cool. <laughs> we finally have Hannah back. Uh, last week we recorded an awesome episode for you guys, so and good. then it didn't fucking record. So so sad. So sad. What happened to that straw? That know. straw took some Viagra. And my straw is manly and full of vigor. <laughs> so this week we are doing some shit, talking about some things, and then we're going to read some stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to recreate our last week's plan. Uh, plan to choose our fan fiction. We all came up with topics, and then we are going to choose combinations and try to find something that fucking works. Yep. And it could be really good. It could be really terrible. Uh, <laughs> who knows? We did a really good... Was it Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's. Five oh Nights at God. Freddy's. My Little Pony crossover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was golden. Um, it was the <coughs> most poorly written thing <laughs> I have ever read in my entire life <laughs> and I teach high school. So that's saying a lot. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. It was amazing. Like, literally, I could not. I was crying. She was like, actual crying. You know, actual tears. Said purple bunny with no face and missing left arm. (laughs) And I On a scale of one to ten. On a, or sorry, I said that wrong. On a scale of one to 50 shades of gray, how bad (laughs) was it? Oh no. It's like. It's worse. If Twilight and Fifty Shades had a fanfiction baby. Yeah. But never spell checked and were translated from like Russian. Yeah, it was it was it definitely was like translated from it, something else. It's almost as if you read a uh, a Belinda Blank novel. Oh no. no! Like this makes this makes Rocky Flintstone look like fucking Thoreau or Herman Melville or like Charles Dickens. Like literally, <laughs> like, one of the lines was like. Said Bonnie, purple bunny, no face with missing left arm. No, only only Freddie actually had said. It was always, <laughs> yeah, right. yes, purple bunny, no face named Bonnie. <laughs> like, it was it was magical. It was, yes. Yeah, so special. It was very wow. special. Special. Um, and Ashley, you are crumpling up those little things real small. So let's kick off tonight by talking about some office. As we do every single day. Because <laughs> we belong to the office cult. Uh, yeah, the cult do of do office. Do, 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 it's headed do, by Cree <laughs> Oh, that's he's one of the theories. Do, 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 do. So today we are going to talk about this article Ashley found that is nine convincing fan theories about the office. So let's discuss. Ready? I, I want to say that I haven't read this yet, Hannah. Because oh, I just okay. I found it while I was on a potty break, and I was like, "Ooh, Sarah would like this," but then I was done peeing, so I left. I just sent it to her, <laughs> and so I was like, "I'll read it later." And then she had the great idea. Now is that time? Of doing she it is now later. Now reading it. Yeah. All right. Well, kicking off. Speaking of Creed Bratton, theory number one: Creed Bratton is not actually Creed Bratton, which has been established. It's not a theory. Yeah, right. I was gonna say I thought that was nothing. Kind yes. of implied. Right. 
So Creed Bratton, right, in one episode states that he transferred all of his debt to an account under the name of William Charles Schneider. In another episode, he states the last guy who stole from him was never seen again, and his name was Creed, Creed Bratton. Bratton. Right? But that's not a fucking theory, because at one point he shows you his passport, and it says William Schneider on it. Yeah. So let's go with he's not actually Creed Bratton. So we're voting that one as a yes, that's an yeah, actual that's true a theory? Yeah, that's confirmed. Yeah. Also, I just really like that that is his name in real life. Right. Like, oh. a lot of them are, like, named, you know, after their first names, but, like, I think yeah. his full name is his name. It is. It is. And he really did belong to grassroots. grassroots. Yeah. <laughs> right. Theory number two. Jim and Pam kissed two times on casino night. Ooh. Right. Can I have my pen back? No, you can't. Yeah. So, the theory is that in casino night, after... Kissing, right? Jim kisses Pam, and then they stare at each other. And then the next episode, it flashes back, right? Mm-hmm. And so according to the fan theory, there's footage missing. Um, so Jim kisses Pam, and then after a pause, he kisses her back. And then so when we come in on season three in the first episode, we're actually seeing the aftermath of Pam kissing Jim, which is why later on when she confesses <gasps> oh. to Roy, she says, I kiss Jim. I kiss Jim. Okay. All right. I like it. Hannah, I what do you think? It. Okay. Yeah? Okay. So we think that's yeah. a viable, viable mm-hmm. theory? Yeah. I'm, right. I mean, like, one part of me from, like, the movie background that I have is like, that's just a different take. <laughs> but yeah. I also believe it as a viable theory. Viable theory? Viable theory. All right. Uh, theory number three. Michael has serious dad issues, and that's why he hates Toby, because Toby is a divorced dad. Oh, I support that. Right. So it says, yeah, sure, there are plenty of reasons why Michael probably hates Toby. He's depressed. Well, oh, this is from Ranker, by the way. I'm not just like, close on my ass. Um, <laughs> so he says he hates Toby because Michael's parents divorced when he was young, and so he channels his anger and feelings of abandonment towards Toby, who is a divorced father. And then it's backed up by the fact um, when Michael has to go through counseling with Toby, right, he talks about his daddy issues, and that's what makes him open up to Toby. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, Toby also, like, never sees his kid, and... Well, Michael. we don't know that Toby doesn't see his kid. Yeah, that's true. It's just Michael's yeah, that's a, projection. That's a I'm just, yeah. I'm misreading, guys. <laughs> there you go. Although, although they do say that, like, I think they say a couple times that he's had like a hard time um, seeing her because, like, of the divorce, and she spends most of the time with her mom. Like, I think they've said that before, yeah. right? Like, they don't say that he never sees it, but they do say that it's, like, a struggle with custody. Yeah, so, well, plus, okay. when he plans on moving to Costa Rica, he's never going to see her. Yeah, that was immature yeah. of him. That was. But, you know, he grabbed Pam's knee, so he had to move Yeah, away, totally. So. But he paid for it by being a shitty dad because three days into his trip, you know, he failed to be properly secured and broke his <laughs> neck. his neck. All right, speaking of poor, sad sack Toby... Theory number four, and this one is for you, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Toby is the Scranton Strangler. Yes. Wait, Toby? All right. I've heard the theory that uh, Creed is, but I've never heard that Toby is the Scranton Strangler. So here is the thing. So um, it says, one f- crazy fan theory believes, believed by many suggests that Toby was the killer. 
Remember that Toby disappeared to Costa Rica and returned a different person right when the killing started. He was also on the jury that convicted the killer despite personal feelings that the man was innocent. And apparently someone wrote a super detailed breakdown of their theory um, <laughs> to back up the fact that it is in fact Toby Scranton strangling everyone and not, you know, what was his name like? Howard P. Gooch or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't remember his real name. Howard I'm... P. Vagina. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Gooch, not Cooch, okay? No, Gooch. Gooch is, is it? used for vagina. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Um, who was the Scranton Strangler? It's Pam. Pam Beasley's the Scranton Strangler. That, well, yeah, if How you, you listen to our podcast, you will know that it is indeed Pam Beasley. Yep. Um, oh, I'm all out of vodka. Oh, that's a sad thing, man. Uh, George Howard Scubb. So I got the Howard part right. <laughs> Howard P. Gooch, George Howard Scubb. Same fucking difference. Apparently uh, Hannah ran out of vodka, too, because she just, like, peaced out. <laughs> oh, my God, the rules. But, oh, yeah, we'll do rules before we... <laughs> She's back. She's got the whole bottle. <laughs> I just... Yeah. I needed to get my dinner out of the oven and also get a refill. You microwave so. the wine? No, no, no. I said I have a I have a shepherd's pie from Trader Joe's that I that I'm trying for the first time, and then I also have a bottle of wine from Trader Joe's that I'm eating with my meal or drinking with my meal. That's nice. The husband apparently got us donuts, so they're <gasps> two fruity pebble in a glaze. Oh, so when we take a break. We can grab donuts. Thank you. And you can Man. grab more vodka. Well, I don't have if you were here, in. Hannah, he would have gotten you a donut too. I know, but Never. you fucking moved Colorado, away. Whatever. So you suck, but we still. I'll be back you. before you know it. Yeah, and I still have your fucking fanfic fantastic mug. Oh my gosh, that mug! Yeah, it's like uh, I'm coming home in May, actually. Okay. Ooh. So. Okay, what's our next theory? Okay. Um. Let's see. <clears throat> Sorry, I was looking at the screen. That's true, because the screen Strangler is, is season six and seven, and that's when Toby comes back, so that, that pans out. It pans out. All right, this one is interesting. Ready? Yeah. Theory number five, Roy cheated on Pam with Angela. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, so it says, um, there are numerous scenes throughout numerous episodes which in which Roy not only hints he's attracted to Angela, but in which Angela is particularly complimentary of Roy. Yeah. So in the fire, obviously, he says he's hooking up with Angela, right? In Casino Night, when Michael opens up and says, old friends, new lovers, there's a shot of Roy and Angela sharing glances at each other. Apparently a sort of Ooh, let's hook up glance. I have not... I didn't see that. I, didn't I did not notice that either. Right. Yeah. Um, in the episode Cocktails in season three, you can episode. briefly hear audio of Roy asking everyone at the bar if they want a drink, and you can hear Angela say something like, oh, no, thank you, Roy. I'm whatever. This line on its own doesn't mean much, but it's more the way she says it that interests her. She sounds like a flustered the way a girl talking to their crush sounds. Mm. And in the same episode, when Pam says she wants no secrets between her and Roy, Roy becomes defensive and says that he totally could have done something, but he didn't. Um, and then in the negotiation, right, Angela's once again flustered when Roy comes to get his last paycheck, calls him very strong. Mm -hmm. right. And then, of course, Angela's kind of a hoe and cheated on Andy with Dwight. She had on the senator with Dwight. For like a long time. Yes. And of course mm -hmm. had those two people named John dueling over her when she was living in Ohio. Yes. Uh, 
Yes. Mm. So we think that's possible? Yeah. 100%? Definitely. Right. I think so. 54% of people agree with us. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Everyone in the office wants to be famous. Mm. So here, Redditor Burn Notice Lover. No, it's a terrible show. No. Believes there's good reason everyone in the office acts like a crazy person to draw attention from the documentary crew. Mm. According to this theory, Michael's persona is an act to benefit the doc. Jim's pranks on Dwight become increasingly outlandish as Jim's bid to become the star of the doc. Kelly wants fame like a Kardashian and so manufactures drama with Ryan to get screen time and so on and so forth. The characters who don't change are those who either don't care for fame or lack the self-awareness to realize the potential of the situation. Hmm. I love that scene. I don't know. The, the one I agree with the most is Michael because there are many scenes of him like looking at the camera before he's about to do something. But I also think <laughs> he's just like genuinely stupid. So, or not stupid. He's, he's smart. But does, yeah. I think he does the things he does because he genuinely thinks they're good ideas. Yeah. But definitely, like, we'll look at the camera and be like, oh, my gosh, like, see? See, look how this is going to play out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the scene where um, Kelly's talking to Ryan, and she's like, I hope you're prepared to take care of it. Or when she's, like, lying about being pregnant, she's like, because I am keeping it. She's like, and she's no. like, no. Yes. No. no. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. All right. That, oh. Yeah. That kind of brings us to theory number seven. <coughs> Sorry, everybody, for coughing. Uh, Michael Scott intentionally plays the fool. Mm-hmm. Reddit user yours, yours, yours pitched the theory that Michael behaves the way he does for his own amusement and to save stave off the monotony of life at Dunder Mifflin. Totally agree. As per this theory, Michael meets up with his buddies and regales them with stories of his ridiculous work life. Commenters point out a moment in one episode called Murder in which the office staff, office staff play a murder mystery game. I love that episode so much because they're all like their terrible southern accents. Um, when Jim speaks out against the shenanigans and Michael replies, no, you shut up. They need this game, Jim. Let them have the stupid little game, all right? This would support the concept of Michael acting a fool simply to get himself and the others through the day. Right, yeah. So we think, yes, um, no. I think sometimes, but there's genuinely sometimes where it's just him one-on-one -on -one with the camera where he really just says something fucking stupid that's not for the benefit of anybody, and it just makes him look dumb. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a, <laughs> but little, I'm a little stitious. stitious. But I'm a little stitious. <laughs> I'm on the crust. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I get to say that next next Friday. Yeah? I post that, I post that every Friday the 13th, whatever ah. day it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. We'll all just post it together and tag each other. Okay, yeah, so this is, this is my favorite theory. Feeling a ready? little stitious with Sarah and Hannah. <laughs> I'm just going to make a shirt for that day. All right. So, this is my favorite theory. You guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Stanley and Phyllis had an affair before the show started. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Okay. So, Stanley and Phyllis do go way back. Redditor Doug. <laughs> That's a great name. I know. Super original. <laughs> super. Way to go, Doug. Um, thinks the two had an affair yeah, and broke the, the concept down thusly. Mm. During sexual harassment, when Toby asked everyone if they must disclose that they must disclose all office romances to HR, Phyllis asks if one night stands count. I remember that. All right. Stanley has been known to cheat on his wives. Phyllis is very promiscuous, and the two of them is, have always been very close. 
Also in the merger, when Karen can't stand Phyllis's perfume, Stanley mentions that he sat downwind of her stinky perfumes for years. Stanley at one point may have enjoyed the perfume, but after the affair, the scent turned into a bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a little stretching, but I like that it somebody came up with it. Oh, this is even more stretching. Okay. Another commenter points out that in season two's conflict resolution, there's an exchange in which Phyllis says, Stanley and I are close too, to which Stanley replies, we stay close. Perhaps this is the bitter cooings of ex-lovers. <laughs> oh my God. Bitter cooing. <laughs> yeah, that's what Does it says. Does one coo bitterly? Coo. 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 I don't yes. think somebody coos bitterly. I think. That it sounds just... like you're starting a coo, not just cooing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how you coo bitterly. I don't know. All right. Should ask mm. the morning does next to my house. Should. Now, this is my least favorite theory. Okay. So it made me a little bit sad. Theory number 10. Jim had an affair and the producers helped him cover it up. No. I've heard that theory and it makes me so irate. And I got to tell you, before we read it, it's believable. And it, it makes hey, me really that's mad. The part, that's the hard part. No. Is that it totally, like, actually makes sense, but no. I'm going to dive into my denial cup and say no. No? Yeah. Oh, my denial cup is empty. So I don't, obviously I don't go into reasons why. We all know it's the whole Philadelphia Brian thing. No, I want you to read it for Okay. Me. It says, Rudder Use It NYC thinks Jim had an affair. The producers of the documentary within the show protected Jim and Pam's relationship by not showing it. Um, here's evidence. We don't see much of Jim in Philly, only his life as it relates to Pam. No new co-workers, for instance. Maybe he's flirting with them. Jim, although all the guys are there are like dudes, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Jim and Pam's relationship gets a bit strained. Nellie posits that Jim is having an affair and the show never addresses this, only provides evidence that the real problem lies in Pam's issues with the two, the physical distance between the two. The boom operator, stupid Brian, makes sorry I that part. <laughs> Hate Brian. Brian's the worst. Makes a move Fucking on Pam. Brian. Presumably he would know if Jim is cheating, and that's the reason why Pam's upset. So maybe he thinks it's okay to make a pass at her. I just called her Pam. Sorry about that. It's Pam. <laughs> Pam. And remember, you said Pam, 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 and then you seized my teeth, and you said it's okay. It's just allergies. Do you, allergies? Do you remember that? <laughs> I love the way she says it back verbatim to him. Pam, Pam, Pam. Yeah. Okay. In the finale, <coughs> Meredith suggests that she earned a PhD, but it never showed up in the doc because it wasn't flashy enough. So we know the producers left things out. And in the Q&A in that same episode, Pam is asked why she didn't trust Jim. She starts to answer, but Jim cuts her off. He awkwardly dances around what was going on, but says it was his fault. Mm. So I want to not say that's true because I love, I love love. I love love. But no, they're perfect. They are fine. perfect. We're gonna get the one. No, they're perfect. But yeah, fuck, it makes me sad and angry. All right, so we're back to burden of burden notice lover Ugh. and his theories. Ugh. This one is actually solid. So theory it's number eleven: Stanley is in purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> So according to Burn Lotus Lover, and I'm going to summarize this one because it just makes sense. Um, in stress relief, when Stanley has a heart attack, he actually fucking died. Okay. Right? And mm. so because he was an adulterer and, you know, rude and did ass stutter and all that stuff, right? Generally um, salty. Yes. 
his purgatory is to remain at Dunderm Lifflin forever. <laughs> so everything after the middle of season five is all Stanley's purgatory, which is why they all get increasingly weirder and Michael does shit like drive his car into the lake because <laughs> GPS says turn right here and all of that. Because they're all... There's no road here! They're all in Stanley's purgatory. This is the lake! <laughs> That's one of my favorite moments of the entire series. What are you... Sorry, I'm just replaying it in my head. He pulls anyway. out his old phone. Still works. <laughs> I know that was that was a priceless moment. But it does show like the like he goes from being like normal stupid to like really stupid with yeah. the driving into the lake. So I would actually if it turned out like in a Saint Elsewhere thing, you know, when it pulls back the Saint Elsewhere and it's like the whole hospital. Okay, I'm dating myself. I never watched it. I'm I mean, young. Spoilers, but no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. spoilers <laughs> for a show that ended in like 1987, guys. So I was two. Yeah, I never watched it. I was little. I just want to make you feel bad. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck you and the horse you're in. But I love you. <laughs> okay, so at the end of Saint Elsewhere, which is a really old hospital show. Um, at the like the very last scene is like them like pulling back and it turns out that the whole hospital is like in the snow globe of some weird kid, right? Oh god damn it! So the I entire fucking shit. series takes place in like this autistic kid's snow globe, right? Okay, okay, fucking weird. So if like at the very end of the office, if it like turned out like some like pulled back and it showed that it was all Stanley's purgatory. I'd have been totally fine with that because that would have been better than like the Roseanne thing where she was dreaming the whole last season. Hmm. Ugh. Well, so now that they've changed that, right? Yeah, I know. I, I, I refuse to watch it. It's not. Yeah. No, not I don't watch it either. Watch. I'm just guessing that that's what their excuse is. Right. Okay. Our last theory. Okay. You guys ready? Yep. <clears throat> the office is written by Jim Halpert. Oh. All right, so Reddit user Yonster, I just like names, guys, sorry, points out that Jim comes across as the most likable character despite being a lazy, childish prankster. According to the theory, it's because Jim wrote The Office and wanted to make himself look good. As per this theory, the show should not be seen as a mockumentary, but as a sitcom written by the real-world Jim, employing the documentary crew as a comedic device. Oh. It's all very meta, and the theory goes on to explain why each character acts the way he or she does in relation to the real-world relationship with Jim, the writer. Whoa. Okay. So does that mean he's actually married to Pam, or he's just created this fantasy world where he and Pam are together? And does that mean when they start having relationship troubles, is that because he actually, real-world Jim, confessed his love to... Uh, real world Pam and she rejected him so in the sitcom fake Jim and fake Jan, uh, fake Pam start having relationship problems oh. I have I wait I have right. a 13th theory alright <laughs> just real quick um, to go off of that Jim writes it when he's in a quiet place before he gets eaten by those monsters or whatever the fuck's gonna happen in that movie. I haven't seen it oh. yet. But have you seen the, oh, the He's writing yeah. it then because he has nothing to do. He's okay. totally sitting there. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could I could get into that crossover. It's a sitcom that's of happier, sillier times. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking up Yonster's theory. Okay. Right? 
So it says, Michael Scott's the manager responsible for making sure Jim gets his work done. Since Jim is always getting away with being lazy and committing heinous pranks, he sees Michael as an incompetent dud. Um, as the best salesman in the branch and a successful businessman who owns both the building and his own beet farm slash bed and breakfast, um, Jim writes Dwight as an unsympathetic, overly authoritative weirdo, not only because Jim is constantly telling Jim off, but because... Dwight exists as a constant reminder of how Jim's laziness and unwillingness to apply himself in life have guaranteed he'll be stuck as a paper salesman forever, while Dwight, right, is a success. Interesting. Obviously, Pam is um, someone that Jim is boning, so she's written in a very nice light. Or wants to bone. Yes. True. Interesting. Uh, Oscar, Creed, Meredith, Angela, etc. are all written as caricatures from Jim's perspective, emphasizing only the extremes of their personalities and very little of their redeeming qualities. Angela is the overly religious office bitch. Kevin is fat and dumb. Creed's it's far away from Jim. And in Jim's <laughs> eyes, he's just a weird old guy. <laughs> I just started thinking about Kevin as the cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, now I just thought of... Kevin and his chili. Oh, <laughs> that part is so sad. I know. I fast forward through that because it genuinely uh, makes me sad. It does make me sad. It's probably the thing I do best. It makes, oh my God. Okay, this one's good, guys. So, Toby is a special case because he's quite sympathetic starting out in the series. This is because Jim doesn't know him well. He works in the annex and only sees him as the counterpart to Michael, whom he perceives as an incompetent jerk. Right? Um, through the series, his character becomes more mopey and increasingly unrelatable. Unrelatable. This is because Jim gets to know Toby better as a person and grows to dislike him more due to the fact that it becomes obvious that Toby has feelings for Pam. So Toby gets worse because oh. Jim's like, fuck you for liking my girl. Yeah. <sighs> this is my favorite theory. And then someone's like, and if you want to get meta, the script and footage in the beginning credits were filmed by John Krasinski while he was researching for the part. Uh, yep, that's true. And then that makes it, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, I like this one, but now I feel uncomfortable at the same time. <laughs> I have a new reason to rewatch the series, guys. <laughs> uh, we're actually, Pam and Jim just got married because we were watching it. Because, you know, Chainsaw dances to the opening credits. Dun, 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 and it's adorable because she's super into the office for somebody that's only 21 months old. <laughs> I love the way mothers always know exactly what month their child is. People keep asking me, so I have to like do math and shit. It's the only reason I know. Mm-hmm. Like, she's one and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, she's almost two. I don't know. And I know, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't say, like, moms don't say, oh, they're one and a half. They always are like, oh, they're 22 months and three days and see, four I, hours. I don't know any of that shit. I only know because someone's like, oh, how many months is she? And then I'm like, uh, backwards from 321. Yes. That's <laughs> how many months she is because she'll be two in, you know. Like, I have to do fucking math. It's awful. God, who's having a kid and force you to do math? Right? I didn't sign up for that shit. I'm supposed to be doing <laughs> history. Although I did buy her a new book today, and I'm super excited. Um, because it's L'Histoire de Babar. It's Babar. Okay. Right? Oh, Babar! But it's in, in French. French. Okay. Yes. I'm there now. I'm so with you. So this morning... <laughs> I thought you stroked out for a minute. So I was like, like tonight... Wait, what a bubbles? Tonight we, we read Babar. And about how Babar bought all his fancy new clothes, and then he felt very, very stylish. So he took a photo. And <laughs> Love that. Photo. Aww. Yeah. 
Um, except that whoever made the book, it's all in like handwritten cursive, so it's not typed on the page. So, so I'm reading it and I'm like, what is that word? Oh, that's <laughs> because hard. That's yeah, hard. because it's somebody's handwriting. And I'm too tired for that shit at night. <laughs> so I think it's Bavar's going to be a morning book because maybe my eyes will work better and I can read someone else's writing in the morning. My eyes will work better in the morning. <laughs> all right, guys. So Ash is going to go over the rules. Um, yes. Oh, no. No. Those were the, 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 um. Oh, well. <laughs> no, that, those were the ratings. Oh, That's well. why they were separated oh, by well. my cord. Oh, well. Okay. Oy. The rules. Rule number one, Ashley, what is it? <sighs> don't <gasps> talk about Fight Club. <laughs> I don't know. It it's in a different fucking notebook. Hang on. Oh, God. I can't get right. out. Uh, um, you must be at least one drink in. That's right, and we are since Hannah's grabbed a bottle and Ashley's out of vodka. I'm out of vodka. I don't have anything. Hey. Mixers? Uh, of course I have mixers, homie. It's a house. I got tons of shit. Look, you say that, but I don't have things like juice and milk in my house, so. Well, if you're going to mix milk and vodka, we're cutting you off now because vomit. No, but that's a, a white Russian, basically. No, heavy cream and vodka Which is, is a white Which is just really Russian. fat milk. Don't judge the milk for being fat. It's no, not its fault. It is cream is fat milk. I'm not judging it. I'm being accurate. Oh, look at all the dicks. So many dicks. All right, what's our oh, new? Uh, also, I don't think we've said that this is rated M for mature. If you haven't already figured that out by we the amount of cussing that I do. We, I don't think we've cussed yet. Oh, yeah. I've cussed like 45 times so far. Really? I lose track. I don't, I don't even notice it. <laughs> That's so bad, right? Okay. Um, so it says, must be one drink in. Yes. Sure. Um, if you say ew or gross or bleh uh, or anything of that nature, you must drink. drink. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our safe word is? Pee-wee Herman. Uh-huh. But we can override your pee-wee at any time. And, since, and we will. Yeah, we will. And since um, there's a majority here, uh, it would be two against one. So just truth. Yeah. Don't even pee-wee. And then our disclaimer, you, you may. may. You may. Yay. And then we're going right. to pause while Ashley gets more vodka. <laughs> we're back. Okay. Are we recording? We are. Yeah. We have extra drinks. Yep. We have Thank donuts. You. Let's ready. Let's begin. So okay. I'm going to, you say stop and I will have one in my hand whenever you're ready. Me or Hannah? Hannah. Okay. Say stop whenever. Stop. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> she had six okay. in her hand. Okay. <laughs> I had sex in my hand. Yes. It's exact Six. Happened. I know. Okay. Ashley. <gasps> stop. Okay. So let's see what we have here. We have Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. And Buffy. Oh. So we're going to see if we can find a Sailor Moon and Buffy one. All right, next. Hannah, say stop. Whenever. Mm, stop. Okay. Ashley? Ba, 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 da, ba, da. Uh, no, you you choose one. I chose one last okay. time. You choose one. I'm All looking right. up um, fan fiction. So our next one. Oh, that's not going to work. Fanfiction.net. Our next option is... Beetlejuice, 
And fuck, you crinkled these really small. Well, I thought I was the one unwrapping them, and I like them small and tiny. And crumpled. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and Supernatural. Okay. Okay. And then as a third choice, Ashley, you say stop sometime. Uh, stop. Nightmare Before Christmas. And Harry Potter. Nice. Okay, I know those ones exist, but I don't know if the other ones do. So let's Sandfiction.net sucks looking up on the phone. I know, that's why I'm going to do it right now for you. I was trying to help. It's okay. Okay, so while I'm looking up shit, you guys talk about things. There are these two donuts sitting here, and I don't know which one is for me. And I know you said we're supposed to split them, but go now get I feel a like knife. I need a knife. I'm going to go get a knife. Hannah Vamp! <laughs> All right. What should we talk about? Um, uh, dicks. No, I don't know. Oh, God. Um, hmm. What's a good story? Hmm. I can tell you a funny thing that happened at my work today. Okay. Part of my job is to interview students who are going to come join our program. Mm -hmm. And they're anywhere from 12 to, you know, technically like 50 plus. Okay. But I mostly talk to like 12 to 17 year olds. And I asked the kid, um, one of our questions we asked him is like, have you ever wanted to quit something and like tell me how you overcame that feeling? And he said... Yeah, I was on the robotics team, and I really wanted to quit, and I quit, but they also kind of made me leave because they found out that I programmed a robot to say, I hate robotics. <laughs> <laughs> well, <good. laughs> I, like, I actually broke down during the interview. Like, I could not stop laughing. So. <laughs> thank you for the donut. Mm -hmm. And You're I welcome. don't thank me, and thank the man. Okay. So there are no Beetlejuice supernatural fan fictions, Damn. but there is a Beetlejuice My Little Pony fan fiction. Ooh. Oh my god. So Ooh. that's gonna be one of our possible. Who are these people? I they're awesome. Them. They're the awesome ones. That's who they are. And we should I mean, like, salute them. Yeah. I'm not trying to like shit on people for their hobbies. Absolutely not. It's just that it like these are so niche that like okay. <laughs> who's like Hand legitimately thinking of this? Since you are Sailor Moon guru, pick a number between 1 and 25. Oh, gosh. 10. Okay. Confession time. I've never even seen one episode of Sailor Moon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Friendship over, right? Okay. Oh. So we have, yeah, all right, this is the one that Hannah picked. It's, you won't, it's fine. It involves spikes. You just have to listen. It's good. All right. And then our third one was Harry Potter Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. While you're looking, I have a much better story to tell. Okay. Okay. I just remembered. Um, so uh, the other week I went to Hamburger Mary's uh, with my friends uh, because they wanted to see a drag show and I entered in a competition um, and I did a lip sync battle. I also ended up taking my shirt off, but basically I made $20 and I might be a bio drag queen out here in Denver. That's <laughs> Oh my God, that's amazing. Congratulations on winning. Thank you. I don't like to lose. So when I saw my competitor take his shirt off, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to take my shirt oh, off. You're like, this is is that why you were asking on Facebook what your drag name should be? Yeah, I, I picked I picked one and I have a, a front runner that's that's all right. But the 
Uh, the one I picked uh, is Miss Luna Lovelace. Okay, um, nice. The, the runner-up was uh, Roxy Mountain, like mm-hmm. Rocky Mountains, mm-hmm. but also not mountains, like mountain, like a, like a mountain something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I, I did appreciate Roxy because Roxy Andrews is one of my favorite drag queens with the sequins dress. Her sequins dress <laughs> is amazing. Can I say that I'm really sad that you did not pick something like Flick and Nipple or like... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. I I had a lot of flick options, but I don't know why. Oh, my God. Hannah, you should have been Dinka Flicka. (laughs) What? (laughs) You said sweet jive talk that Daryl teaches Michael. Things that sneakers (laughs) Dink and Flicka. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't even picked, like, I haven't officially, like, started doing anything yet, so I could still... The office by the drag queen. Okay. I'm sorry. That'd be amazing. Um, okay. Ashley, pick a number between one and nine. Seven. <laughs> now I'm picturing her wearing white glasses and a mustard shirt. Oh my god, no. Pick another number. <laughs> Why? Because that one is 19 chapters long. <laughs> Holy fuck, doodle. Um, four. What? Oh my god, who was no, writing the one that Ashley picked is a Once Upon a Time. So, Once Upon a Time, me and the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that includes stories that are included but not limited to Howl's Moving Castle, Nightmare Before Christmas, Harry Potter, Spirited Away, The Princess Bride, and so on. So, it's all of the Once Upon a Time stories yeah. mixed with. All of the, oh, like, those things. Those Which shit. actually could be really interesting to read. Um, but fuck, we're not reading 19 chapters right now. That's a lot right of now. things. What's your second number? That's uh, like, four. if I'm going to read that, I'm going to sit and read it. I couldn't listen yeah, to that. That's, exactly. like, way too much information. Yeah. Hogwarts Before Christmas. Oh, that's number three. Aw. This one just says Harry Potter. And the Monster King. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, you're supposed to read it yet. Okay. Oh, sorry. How long is it's it? It's fine. It's, like, 2,000 words. Okay. Okay, so should we start with Sailor Moon, Beetlejuice, or Harry Potter? Uh, I don't care. Hannah? Um, I'm always going to say Sailor Moon. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. So we're starting with Moving On by Mrs. Serenity Malfoy. Write that down. Does she have a catchphrase? Does Sailor Moon have a catchphrase? Um, yeah, in the name of the moon, I'll punish you. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) This show's for kids? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no wonder there's so much naughty shit about it. What's this called again? Oh moving on. Moving on. Um, the last time I went to any kind of like Comic Con thing, I was cataloging all of the tuxedo masks to send to Hannah because there were so many at WonderCon oh last God. year. There were like a hundred just... million tuxedo masks. He is the, the worst. worst. Jinx. <laughs> I could go on. I could do an entire episode for us about why tuxedo mask is the word. But I think we'd have Ashley watch it yeah, before is, she could understand. Is that like, a character true. name? Or yeah, a, like, tuxedo a mask yeah. is like Sailor Moon's douchey boyfriend. Oh. Who has no powers hmm. and is just there to like, you know, try to make her feel incompetent. Hmm. He's the worst. Well, uh, it's, okay, I have to say he's a little bit better in the comic books because he has much less douchey. Since it's very much like, oh, like romance, uh, like less like comical, like they make it in the the mm-hmm. show. 
but like he's still awful and and in the show so he's there to be like support and it's like very apparent that he doesn't have powers in the show he like fucking throws these roses Mm -hmm. and basically saves them before they save the day so it's like in the end it's like they still needed a man to come save them but in like that's all kinds of bullshit yeah, yeah. but in the comic books, none of that's there. Like, it's all about them just being badass. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a lot worse than the, the show. But the okay. show is entertaining. Yeah. Um, you got to see Pencil Cup. Or, sorry. <laughs> what? Sorry. Did you just struggle too? Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. So there's a there's an article um, from a while ago. I think it was like on BuzzFeed or something about like why <laughs> tuxedo mask is stupid. And my brother and I were like laughing so hard because uh, he watched it enough with me that he can like get a lot of these like joke things. Um, but so the author was saying like. Tuxedo Mask is the stupidest name. It's literally just like two objects put together, like Pencil Cup. And so <laughs> in my head, I always call it Pencil Cup. <laughs> so, Which relates back to the office, because one time Jim puts all of Dwight's things in and Pam comes and buys Dwight's Pencil Cup. So yeah. see, everything is related to the office. Historia. The office is the center of the universe, and we are all just thought bubbles coming off it yeah we're on a vision board somewhere in the office <clears throat> no we're on pam's like well, jim's up chartboard. yep well, she has them all do their their um goals yep yep <laughs> all right sorry <laughs> moving on I by mrs cup. serenity malfoy all right <clears throat> chapter oh so this it takes place after the end of um season five when buffy jumps into the giant swirling vortex to save fucking dawn Who's the worst? Don's in trouble. Okay. Tuesday. Yeah. Although it's Thursday. Thursday. Um, no, it's Thursday today. It was Tuesday is the quote. That's yes. what I thought it was Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but we just record on Thursdays. <laughs> All right. Uh, chapter one. She was gone. Gone from the living realm and into the next. She died to save everyone from the apocalypse, and he hated her for it. Side note, I love that her tombstone says she saved the world a lot. <laughs> it was... A lot. A lot. Um, She left him sitting here in his dark, cold crypt in Sunnydale, alone. Without her, he felt he had no reason to stay in this place. Spike packed his few things into his duffel carry bag and went to say goodbye to Don and and they others. He knocked on the door (laughs) when he reached Buffy's old house. Don answered the door. Hello? (laughs) Thank you, Ashley. You're welcome. <laughs> Dawn stood there with red puffy eyes and her hair was a mess. Dawn burst into tears when she saw Spike. Spike, much to his discomfort, hugged Dawn and tried to calm her down a little. He led her back inside and shut the door. Uh-huh. uh Come on, little bit, calm down. She's probably somewhere and I'm not doing a British please, accent. No. Please. It's the easiest. It's easier than Bostonian. Oh, everything what? is easier than Bostonian. Yes. That which the... is why you should attempt it. Uh, no. Uh, Spike said as he sat down on the couch and sat on the table in front of her. You should sit on the table. Sit on the fucking couch. Sorry. Well, Spike goes against the grain. So, so fucking he's his sit own on man. the floor. He's Prop his own your man. feet on the table. Just don't sit your ass on it. People put their stuff there. 
He really wasn't good at these types of things. I know Spike, but I miss her, Don said, sobbing, because she's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I had that part. That wasn't in the story. Uh, yeah, I know I miss her, too. I guess we all have to move on. Anyway, I only came to say goodbye. I'm going to stay with a couple of vamps in Japan for a bit. Where he's going to obviously meet up with Sailor Moon. Are they called Japan? Mm -hmm. Japan Myers? <laughs> what? Okay. I can't get that to work. She was trying to combine Japan and vampires, and it was not. Japan-ires. Javampires. Javampires. No. No. What? No, you can't leave, yelled Don. I gotta go a little bit. I need to move on. I'm sorry. I'll be back, though. Maybe in a few months or a year. I'll be back. I promise. Don sighed. Oh, yeah, okay, Spike, but you gotta come back or I'll never forgive you, Don said, standing up. I promise. Pinky swear? What the bloody hell is a pinky swear? Look, give me your pinky, said Don. I wouldn't. Spike held out his pinky, and Don wrapped hers around his. See, now if you break the promise, I get to hunt you down and break your pinky. Is that how that works? Fuck! <laughs> That's so much Who more knew? savage. Right? Don said, smiling at him through her puffy hair, puffy eyes and stray tears. Oh, I'm shaken, really, Spike said sarcastically. He rolled his eyes. Vampans! I figured it out. <laughs> I've been what? working it out. <laughs> Come on, vampire in Japan. Vampans. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Henceforth, all Japanese vampires will be known as vampans. Oh, dear guys, Lord. I've, I've created a new subculture. <laughs> Soon there will be Geeks collecting together to celebrate. You heard it here first. Jam pans, bam pans. <laughs> oh dear lord, we've created a monster. It's gonna make my own con. <laughs> oh my god. Now, what are you if you're a kawaii Japan a Japanese vampire? What is, how do we spell that? <laughs> Just give me a moment to work that. K a w a a i, I think. K a w a i i. Kawaii vampire from Japan. My, I mean, like, you're getting really specific. It's like being Polish Jewish from Brooklyn and a vampire. Like, why are we so specific? Okay, okay. Quite, quite. Well, you're a Japola vamp, obviously. <laughs> no, you're a vampole. <laughs> Javampole, because if you're adding it, they're Jewish and Polish. <coughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, sorry. Um, back to our story. <laughs> sorry, right. with the vamp pants. Spike patted her head and smiled because he was leaving her. I'll miss you too. Well, I gotta be off because my flight leaves soon. Spike said goodbye to Don as he walked out of the house with his duffel bag. He turned around and just stared at it. Uh, it? <laughs> Don's an it now? Uh, he sighed and hailed the cab. The cab pulled up at the hotel and Spike paid the guy the fare and grabbed... Wait, I'm so confused. He's at a hotel and then... Mm-hmm. What? Okay. So the cab pulled up at the hotel, and Spike paid the guy for the, the fare and grabbed his stuff and walked into the airport and bought a ticket for the first flight to Tokyo. Things moved quickly. Great. <laughs> yeah. Whoosh. Okay. First flight. But also, go with is no the preparation. airport and the hotel the same place? Like, it's a sure. airtel? It's an airtel. Okay. Well, give me a minute. We'll work on it. <laughs> no, I think it's an airtel. That makes sense. 
Um, Spike went through customs and sat in the waiting area layer. for his flight. <laughs> See, even vampires have to deal with customs. But I'm going to go with, is he getting a night flight? Because otherwise, won't the sun coming through the windows, like, make him crispy? Pull down the shade. But what if your neighbor has their shade up across the aisle? I mean, you no, it, it wouldn't reach that far. Are we sure? Yeah. Okay. Wear a hat. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he always wears his trench coat, so he's not going to burn his arms. Yeah, but if you start smoking, your neighbor might suspect something. That's true. You're not allowed to smoke on planes anymore. Yeah, it's frowned upon. Yeah. It's like a thousand dollar fine. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, <laughs> two hours later, his flight was called, and he boarded a plane, and he sat in his seat next to the window. Again, I would not sit next to the window if I was a vampire. I would, because then I can control the window. True. Make sure that. But nobody... you just could tell your neighbor that you have extreme sun sickness, and then if you people are dicks, that you'll barf all over them. People are still dicks. Yeah. I wouldn't believe that if somebody told that to me. I'd be like, okay, I throw up on him. Excuse me, but is this seat taken? Spike turned his head away from the window, and there stood what he thought was a goddess. She had long golden oh hair done up in two balls on the tops of her head, with the rest in streamers flowing down her. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing down her side. Though her, throughout her hair were silver highlights. She had the biggest baby blue eyes she had ever seen and the pinkest kissable lips. She had flawless skin and the best curves he had seen on a woman. Well, since ever. And he's been around a long time. She was flawless. Yeah, sure, go ahead, Spike replied. Thank you so much. There is a mix-up with my seats, the woman replied. Uh, my name's Usagi. Yeah. My sure. name's Sagi. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Usagi. Yeah. Yes. It's Japanese oh. for rabbit. Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. Right. I thought Spike was introducing himself as Soggy. No. <laughs> like, that's not sexy. Right. Soggy's not one of those sexy words. <laughs> my name's Usagi. It's nice to meet you. She said kindly, shaking Spike's hand. Spike's the name. So, are you staying with family in Japan? She asked. No, my family died ages ago. I'm just going to get away from some people in the U.S. Too many bad memories. So I'm just going to stay for a bit until things blow over, Spike replied. Yeah, I left Japan because my boyfriend dumped me. He never told me why. He just called me stupid, lazy, and clumsy. So I left. I'm going back to see my family, and I might stay for a few months and then move back. Move in with friends I've been staying with, she replied with. Oh, now she's Serena, replied with a sigh. Oh, my God. You can't even get the one day. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. All right. Oh. Twelve hours later. Twelve hours later. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Spike. Oh, now she's back to being Usagi. All right. Oh my God. Um, they walked this down the airport. This is born to bling territory. This is, I know, right? Yeah. This is this is what was her name? Deadly and Nightshade. Donna Shader. Bella. Donna, Donna Bella. Bella. I was yeah. close. <laughs> Deadly and Nightshade. Close to be fair. Like, Donna and Bella sound like a name that would go together as, like, Donna Bella or something. Well, Bella Donna, so, yeah. It's Bella Donna. Yeah, That's Bella Donna. There you go. That's what it is. That's why there she's go. deadly nice. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> anyway. Twelve hours later, Spike and Usagi walked out of the airport terminal, <laughs> and she hugged Spike. Surprisingly, Spike hugged back. Usagi wrote her number on his on his hand and told him to call her if he ever needed a chat. Are they, like, 15? Like, why the fuck doesn't she use paper or, like, a cell phone? 
Well, in the show, she's like 16. I don't know how old Spike's supposed to be, but like. Like 150? Yeah, he's at least 100 years old. Oh, God. Because Angel's 240. And she's. No, no, go back to what you were doing, Hannah. No, go back. There we go. She's. she's, What's his face from Pan's Labyrinth all of a sudden? Yeah, we are. Spike thanked Usagi and he went a separate way. She smiled in her separate way as well. Oh. A few days later. A few days later. Uh, Bloody Yuma, I'm on holiday. God, you never used to be this bad, growled Super Sailor Moon as she dusted one of the many Yuma attacking her. Super Sailor Moon cussed heavily as one of the ugly, fire-breathing Yuma burnt her leg when it got too close. Oh my god, they're not even using the... Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Fan fiction's inaccurate? Hannah, what? (laughs) <laughs> need some help? Looks like you need it, asked a voice in the shadows. I'm fine, thank you, replied Super Sailor Moon as she dusted the last one. So now she's a vampire? Question. Mark. Answer. Uh, is there a difference between Super Sailor Moon and just Sailor Moon? Yeah, so um, let me tell you a quick background story. So in season three, um, there's this whole like... In season three, there is this uh, prophecy that, like, someone is going to save the world. Surprise, surprise. It's Sailor Moon. Um, I think they even call her the Messiah in Japanese. Wow. (laughs) Like, yeah. uh, Essentially, basically, Sailor Moon's Jesus, I guess. Like, someone's going to save the world from ruin. It's her. She drinks out of this, like, holy chalice to, like, get these extra insane powers. And then she becomes... Super Sailor Moon. And she becomes Super Sailor Moon permanently every time she transforms. And then the next season, she becomes Eternal Sailor Moon. Then eventually, she's just going to become Queen of Tokyo. So it's actually, no, she becomes Queen of the World, but lives in Tokyo. So. Wow. All right. Okay. Thank you. So there we go. You're welcome. <laughs> so we just so as concise as I can make it. <laughs> it was very good. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Uh, where was I? <clears throat> oh, yes. She just dusted. Um, she wiped the sweat off her brow and looked around for who owned the voice. Don't worry, love, I'm not going to hurt you, said Spike as he walked out of the shadows. And you are a Super Sailor Moon. Okay. Uh, the name's Spike, but don't worry, pet, I'll give you a hand with cleaning up the demons in this place, replied Spike. Uh, yeah, sure, okay, I could use extra help, thanks. I've got to go now, i got to get back to my parents before they flip, said Super Sailor Moon. Sure, whatever, bye, see you, love, next time, replied Spike as he waited. <laughs> And walked away. Uh, what? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Super Sailor Moon detransformed, <sighs> and Usagi ran as fast as she could across town to meet with her parents. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when we let fate decide. <laughs> Uh, the, end. the end. Nothing <laughs> happens. They meet on a plane. Nothing <laughs> happens. Well, she does have three different personas in the space of literally okay. like 500 words. Which is <laughs> that was excellent. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> hold, on just hold, hold right there. Yeah. Oh my god. They. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you even start? Right, you're going for like a basic story, the hero's journey. What the fuck? There was no call to action. There's no denial. But like, 
the part with the most detail was like her kissable lips and that shit. Like, what the fuck? Uh, it's like, yeah. I'm not trying. Uh, it's like she was like, all right, I'm going to write this story. And then kind of got bored with the concept like halfway through and then just ended it. Yes, I did a synopsis. Spike and Sailor Moon meet on a plane. Nothing happens. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> and that is basically what happens. Um, also, I photographed <laughs> Hannah while you were reacting to that story, and it's fucking magic. It's the best. Thing it ever. is the best. I can't wait for you to see this, Hannah. Oh, I'm sitting it right now. That, <clears throat> so that was story number range. one. <laughs> All right. So, should we do Beetlejuice uh, or Harry Potter next? Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Beetlejuice. This one is called Beetlejuice in Equestria 2. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is this Beetlejuice in My Little Pony? Yes, it is. Beetlejuice. Oh my god, this is a sequel to his last Beetlejuice My Little Pony crossover. In (laughs) 2. Alright, this is by Clayton Overstreet. C O A Y T O N. These pictures are so good. They're fucking magical. Clayton Overstreet does the best goddamn title I've ever heard. So, disclaimer I don't own these characters or profit from them. I was asked to do a sequel to my last Beetlejuice Pony crossover. Keep in mind that I also write books such as my latest Harlequin a fool's world novel now available on Amazon so I'm not going to spend a lot of time fixing minor spelling and grammar errors caused by me typing too fast or because my spell checker doesn't recognize names like Beetlejuice as real words just enjoy the fic or you may look up Beetlejuice versus the mask while you're at it which I might do later (laughs) it's just like I feel like he's in as a word that your spell check will accept. Just yeah. the dictionary. I feel like he spent more time writing that disclaimer than it would he would have just check. doing a quick proofread. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Beetlejuice in Equestria 2 by Clayton Overstreet. Previously, Lydia and her family met with an unfortunate accident involving a bridge, a dog, their car, and a river. <laughs> Rather than sit through orientation, since she was already familiar with the netherworld, netherworld, sorry, Lydia agreed to become Beetlejuice's parole officer to shortcut her entry into the afterlife. She was given sainthood for putting up with him and used magic Beetlejuice taught her. Her job became to make him do at least one community service per month. To that end, the two of them were sent to replenish the Timberwolf, po- Timberwolf population and stop an overpopulation of hedgehogs. Timberwolves, half-tree wolf monsters, are native to the netherworld, but also to nearby Equestria, where the two went to gather and transport them back to the netherworld with the help of the natives, talking ponies. In the process, they made friends with Twilight Sparkle and her friends, while simultaneously grossing them out. Job done, the two left Equestria with, um, with Beetlejuice's mind plotting how to make money by merchandising their new friends. The fic was rife with spelling and grammar errors because, frankly, I'm not getting paid enough for this. Are you getting paid <gasps> anything for this? I mean, who knows, man? I just work here. <laughs> One day. <laughs> now. <laughs> Never mind. Queen Chrysalis laughed evilly as she towered over the small... <laughs> 
yellow and pink pony before her. That was a good laugh. Dear Fluttershy, most loving and caring pony in Equestria, Fluttershy shivered and shook, trapped in a small corner of the glowing cave as she and the changeling queen occupied. Please let me go. But Fluttershy, you always help so many creatures, Chrysalis said in a teasing tone. You'll be feeding me. In fact, you'll be feeding me more than even Shining Armor did. And with that, I was able to take on Celestia herself. With the love in your heart, I'll soon control all of Equestria and then the world. No, Fluttershy said defiantly. My friends will find me. Your friends don't even know where you're missing. One of my loyal changelings has taken your place, and even if they do figure it out, by then I'll have drained enough love from you that there'll be nothing they can do. Even your precious prince, pr- precious princess Twilight. Fuck, that was involved. <coughs> she paused, as she always often did, remembering the dance and butt wave Twilight had done when she thought Chrysalis was Cadence. Stupid, sexy Twilight. <laughs> Whoa, I. What? That's Whoa. a turd. Okay. <laughs> what? This was this was where we were going. Okay. <laughs> and then it went like this. <laughs> but also you guys guessed the next line, which was what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Just know that you aren't going anywhere. Nobody knows you're my prisoner and you're too far away for anyone to hear you call. Her horn glowed green and Fluttershy felt herself being drained. Oh, please don't do this, she gasped. Oh, you make me do something I regret. Oh, I'm so scared. Am I going to see one of Fluttershy's famous stares, she sneered. Or maybe your friend Discord will come. I think I can take him. If only because he comes looking for his dear Fluttershy, he'll provide me with more love, more power. No, I have another friend I can call, Fluttershy said. (coughs) But he, he scares me. Don't make me call him. Call whoever you want, little pony. Nobody will hear you. (laughs) The queen smirked. But think of your friends, Fluttershy. Think of how much you love them. Fluttershy's eyes fluttered. (laughs) The small voice mumbled. Though I know I should be wary. She felt herself beginning to pass out. Still I venture, someplace scary. Ghostly haunting, I turn loose. Her lips moved and the words were almost completely silent. (laughs) 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 This is how it's spelled. It's Yeah. Chrysalis leaned in to listen. What's that, Fluttershy? I can't quite make out what you're saying. The pony's mouth repeated the name for the third time. Beetlejuice. The word was so soft, Chrysalis thought she must have misheard it. Not that it was a strange name by the standards of Equestria. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) We all have fucked up names here. You cannot be judging in Equestria. <laughs> Her mocking tone faltered as the flow of love flickered like a, out like a candle flame. Had she already reached the end of it? She had been certain Fluttershy would feel her more, feed her more than this. In the, maybe she took on the form of one of her friends. In the flickering green glow, though, something about the little pony changed. It looked like snakes or something were slithering over her, almost shadows, until Fluttershy's body was lined vertically in black stripes. Then, to Chrysalis's surprise, Fluttershy looked up at her. Only her face was different. Her eyes were a pus-yellow color and looked to be floating in otherwise empty eye sockets. Her mouth spread unnaturally wide, even for a horse, revealing jagged rot-green teeth. A tongue in shades of purple slithered out of her mouth nearly two feet. <clears throat> Actually pretty terrifying. <laughs> I would totally buy that pony. I now want to see a Fluttershy beetle juice. I'll totally draw one for that. Crossover. 
Um, Sober. In a deep, raspy voice, Fluttershy's mouth said, I said, it's showtime. And then insert Beetlejuice laugh. (laughs) Chrysalis took a prance back. What is this? Looking down at herself, she said, I think it's a nightmare. Fluttershy vanished, and suddenly a strange-looking biped stood there, holding her up by the mane. Though I think she's a little poop. Interrupting her before she could finish that particular pun, Chrysalis said, What are you, and what are you doing with my dinner? Your dinner? Hate to break it to you, babe, but possession is nine-tenths of the law. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, That's solid. Uh, so I'm going to say it's TV show Beetlejuice. Mm, I'm gonna versus go with yes. movie beer. Yeah, it sounds yes. a little bit more like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the mops are cartoons, so that would make much more sense. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he, slapped Fluttershy, he slapped Fluttershy against the slimy wall where she stuck. Hang out there, I'm in fluts. He cracked his fingers. Then he turned and smiled hugely at Chrysalis, <laughs> rubbing his hands together. As for who I am, I'm the ghost with the most. Now, did somebody mention dinner? He looked her up and looked up and down her exoskeleton. I've always been partial to bugs myself. What are you, a horsefly? He licked his lips. Chrysalis stood up and sneered. I happen to be queen of the changelings. Well, you look like a horse-sized beetle. My favorite. A knife and fork appeared in his hands. He leapt at her, and Chrysalis turned and kicked back, slamming her hooves into his mouth and sending him flying into the wall. Ow! Well, that ain't that a kick in the head. Back off, whatever you are. I may have interrupted, I may have been interrupted, but I have freshly fed, and I have more than enough power to deal with you. Oh, it's a power play, huh? Beetlejuice said. Well, then let me lighten up your life. Suddenly, he turned into a giant bug zapper, his tongue an electric blue bolt. Here, buggy, buggy, buggy. <laughs> this one is much more fun to read. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Chrysalis' eyes glazed over. She took a few hesitant steps toward the light, so bright. Must no. She turned away, squeezing <laughs> her eyes shut. Couldn't make me work for it, huh? Beetlejuice said, turning back into himself. Well, enough horsing oh, around. He ran at Chrysalis, mouth wide. Agreed. She blasted him with green magic. He blasted back with yellow lightning. Oh no, you don't. He sniffed. Yuck! It smells like love in here. That's what I eat. She said. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I just, I just got sex and candy stuck in my head. <coughs> oh, my God. Uh, I smell sex and candy. Uh, song is yeah. Yeah. No. I love that song. Who's that? I don't want to smell sex and candy. Like, that's just like a terrible Jay. fragrance. Who's that? What kind of candy, though? I feel like Deep sex and candy smells like jizz and Skittles. Mm, whenever I think sex and candy, for some reason, I think of those candy bracelets and candy necklaces people used to wear. Oh yeah, because they're all they get all sweaty and nasty and yeah. 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 So like, if you were a candy necklace at like a rave, yeah, that's what it smells like. I that's, always think yeah. of those um, liquid, uh, the liquid lollipops. Do you remember they were like oh the squeezy, squeezy ones, like yeah. like the oh. watermelon kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they look like like bottles of lube, like flavored lube. Yeah, like pure yeah. sugar. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think of. Yeah. Who's no. that casting? No, oh devious stairs and nope, no. Although I Mama think Chrysalis is casting Charlie devious stairs. Is a dream. Let's direct you. Yeah, Mama, this Charlie is a dream. I'm gonna ban you. Okay. Um, can we just call Fluttershy Fluts from now on, yes. too? Because I, what? 
I, I support that. Fluts. fluts. I want to. I want a picture of Fluttershy looking embarrassed and just the word fluts underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> Write that down. Okay. All right. <clears throat> well, while I appreciate you equestrian ponies turning love into a force of destruction and death on a regular basis, I don't have to stand for it. His legs vanished and he fell to the floor. Whoops. Haha. Chrysalis took advantage and blasted him. Whoa, better hoof it. Turning into a striped black and white pony with a yellow mane, he ran for it, barely avoiding the blast. Hey, lady, no sense beating a dead horse. I beg to differ. She jumped on him. Beetlejuice flew up near the ceiling. You should really get off your high horse. Flapping her wings, Chrysalis snapped. I'll do as I please. Let's see if there's anyone you love. Just myself, Beetlejuice said, taking his human form again. He made a mirror appear in his left hand, licking the right and using it to slick back his hair. And who could blame me? No, I sense there is someone you love, Chrysalis suddenly flared green. And when it dimmed, she oh, was a human form too. A girl with pale skin, black hair, wearing a red cloak with a spiderweb pattern on it. Definitely the cartoon. Definitely. I was going to say definitely cartoon. Yeah. Lids, suddenly Beetlejuice's body flared green too, the power flowing back into it from Chrysalis. Low blow. They both sank towards the floor. The fake Lydia sucking up more power from Beetlejuice and him turning into a puddle on the floor. Give me back my juice. Your juice is intoxicating. So uh, much power. Uh, <laughs> oh, drink, my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, drink a lot. <laughs> I'm going to say that to Jeremy. Your juice, juice is intoxicating. <laughs> Chris's eyes grow green. <laughs> McKenna, spew her, her, her rosé out. <laughs> Are you okay there? Yeah, there we go. Wow. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) I feel amazing. Suddenly, Beetlejuice was surrounded by walls of green leaves. Chrysalis's face peered at him from one. What just happened? Beetlejuice laughed where he lay. Funny thing about using my powers, lady. You have to watch your mouth. His eyes bugged out and peered between his teeth. Then he burped and a cloud of noxious green fumes flowed out, turning the green leaves brown. Yeah. Taking on her own form and coughing, Chrysalis said, That's revolting. That's nothing, he said, reaching into his pocket and pulling out a handful of bugs and a snake. Glad I saved these for later. He shoved them into his mouth and bit down with a disgusting crunch. Rising to his feet, he stretched. That's better. Two can play that game, Chrysalis said. Suddenly, there were two Beetlejuices standing there. Hey, there's only room for one Beetlejuice in the world, Beetlejuice shouted, and the two came together growling. In fact, there have been petitions for less. Then let's see if I can get a few more names. Chrysalis leaned into his face. Suddenly her eyes glowed. You were in my power. Beetlejuice's eyes glazed over, turning green, and began to swirl. I am in your power. As Beetlejuice, Chrysalis smiled. Rather than using your power, I'll just use you. Beetlejuice, you will attack Equestria, and when you've brought it to its knees, I will swoop in and... Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Suddenly Beetlejuice has vanished. Beetlejuice vanished. Shit. <laughs> Leaving Chrysalis to fall forward on the cave floor. Tom. Taking her truth form, she looked around, confused. What happened? Fluttershy, having woken up, said, Hey, Chrysalis, have you met my other friend, Charlie? Uh, Charlie, Fluttershy kicked out, hitting her on the hind leg. Ouch, Charlie horse. She glared up at Fluttershy. I'll get you for that. Stupid. <laughs> Fluttershy turned and ran away, heading for the cave entrance. Chrysalis tried to follow, but Fluttershy's kick had been good, and she was worn out from her fight with Beetlejuice. 
strange, unfamiliar magic coursed through her body. I feel a little off my rocker. Suddenly, she turned to a rocking horse. She sighed. I wonder when this will wear off. <laughs> wow. Right. Uh... Back in the netherworld, Beetlejuice finished explaining what had happened to Lydia. And that's what went down, babes. Lydia whistled. Sounds like those changelings are pretty dangerous. I hope our pony friends back in Equestria can handle them. She peered at Beetlejuice. For that matter, how do I know you're not the changeling queen in disguise? Come on, babes, you know me. I may sometimes look different on the outside, but I'm always me and I never really change. He lifted up his armpit, flooding the room with a disgusting smell. I haven't even changed my clothes in 30 years, and that was only because my last suit fell apart while I was wearing it. His stomach growled. Man, I used up a lot of juice, and I didn't even have to eat uh, one of those changelings. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. Uh, Suddenly, there was a pink flash, and Fluttershy appeared, tied up with a note. Lydia picked it up. Four Beetlejuice from your friends in Equestria. She looks at him. Why would anyone... Suddenly, the Fluttershy in front of them changed into a changeling. It was the changeling that had replaced Fluttershy back in Ponyville. Beetlejuice smiled and once again materialized his knife and fork. Finally! Hey, babes, do you want a wing or a drumstick? The changeling stared at him in horror. I like the changelings. They're adorable. Yeah, but now they're getting eaten. <laughs> Sunset Shimmer was in the hall by her locker <laughs> with a human toilet. Anna contemplating while chewing. <laughs> This is the best. <laughs> Your face is like, huh. <laughs> like it's I'm a math so, problem. <laughs> well, yeah, so now we're like people point. ponies, and I'm super confused. Uh, okay, Sunset Shimmer was in the hall by her locker with a human Twilight Sparkle braiding her hair as she read Princess Twilight's report on Fluttershy's adventure. Around them, all of their friends listened too. Fluttershy said, Equestria sounds neat sometimes, but there is some pretty scary stuff in there. I'm not sure how I get on with this ghost friend of theirs. Rainbow Dash nodded. I'll say, hey, do you think he has a double in our world too? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Seems like an ordinary name to me. She saw Principal Celestia. Hey, do you know anyone here named Beetlejuice? Celestia froze with her hand on the doorknob to her office. I'll look into it. Twilight looked up. Are you okay, Principal Celestia? Your voice sounds a little rough. Beetle in my throat, she rasped and headed inside. As she closed the door, the girls missed the yellow eyes and green-tinged green teeth as she smiled over her shoulder. Or the way her clothes were suddenly covered in black stripes. This was because as the door closed, screams began to come from the direction of the cafeteria. Screams and calypso music. That's it. I don't understand the ending. So, there's also, like, um, there's... My Little Pony Equestria Girls? Yes. 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 So, apparently, the Equestria Girls are reading the story of what happened in, like, Pony Equestria. Like, yeah. it's a fiction. Yeah. And being like, oh, hey, you know. Yeah. And then he's also there, too, but he's the principal? I That's what, like, know. so he's also a changeling f and has taken over as Celestia the principal, but yeah. then why are there screams? Oh, because remember the scene where they have the... Um, Shrimp. The shrimp. I think it's referencing that. that. Yes. Okay. I'm so confused, but <laughs> great. I am too. But at least it had an ending, unlike the previous one, right. <laughs> which just said the end and decided that was. It was epic. a complete story. It so was... good job, um, Clayton Overstreet. Yeah. Shake, 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 Sonora. Shake it left and right. All right. That's all I have to say. Shake, 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 Sonora. What time is it? It is one hour and fourteen minutes. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. So you guys want to skip the Harry Potter and the Monster King? Yeah, fuck All Harry right. Potter. Alright. Oh. No, this one's real short. How long? It is... Wait. Oh, no, because there's chapters. Never mind. I was gonna yeah, like, fuck what? Harry Potter. Alright, we're skipping it. <laughs> cool. I don't know I get these chapter we, stories. We got, we got some fluts. Fluts. <laughs> we got some fluts. We got your intoxicating juices. And we got the most nonsensical vampans ever. Yeah. 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 So I think it was That was know. the weirdest shit. That I'll never get those minutes of my life back. But, but you got to with us. So yeah. it was totally worth it. Yeah. This um, is true. Hashtag Very true. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag next time we're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race because <laughs> Ashley and I yes. will catch up on them. Miss Vanjie. I got to catch up too. I yeah, saw the so first episode. Everyone catch up, and then we will fucking talk about that shit next time. Tracy tied yes. me down with rope and made me watch the first episode. Without me? I told her. I was oh, like... Oh, fuck so. No, see? And I told her. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't watch it without Sarah because then I'm cheating on her. And yeah, you are. And you're basically her. Stanley right now. I told you her that. You are I Stanley. fucking told her that. And that, and that's why I'm telling you now. It's because I was like, I don't want to lie. No, I feel like But she was like, like no, we're watching it. She turned it on and I had to watch her daughter. So I couldn't move. And... No, I feel like I feel like Terry. Terry Hudson. And I'm just going to. You left me for Cynthia. And I'm really upset now. I told her that I was cheating on you by watching it. She didn't believe me. She's like, Sarah, I understand. I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> I was like, no, she yeah. won't. <laughs> no, she won't. But. She tied me down. I take very few things seriously, and Drag Race is one of them. I know. I have only seen the first one. Okay, well. I, I absolutely did not see anything more than that. Well, we should come over and we should watch more Drag Race. Okay, we will. So we'll talk about it next time. We will. Um, until then, stay classy. <clears throat> don't, do shit. Don't. Yeah, do shit. I think that was our sign off. That was our Until time. then, do, do shit. shit. <laughs> do uh, shit. Yeah. I like that. You should check us out on Instagram once Hannah starts posting things like she's supposed to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's your one job, dude. One, I get, well, you were doing it for a while. I'll do yeah, it. I, I run like fucking, like, I have a business to run and I got shit to do and it's grade week. Like, you can post some shit on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. You don't need to call me out while we're recording. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to call Ashley next for not having learned Twitter. <laughs> I don't like social media. <laughs> We're just going to send smoke signals. Look for them. Well, that I can do. You can set a fire. I, I like fire. Yeah, but yeah, um, check us out. Listen to our stuff. Tell your friends. You know, all tell, the usual tell your shit. Neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Tell the little lady at the library. Maybe not the little lady at the library. Dude, she's co- cool. Oh, no. Not my man. She's all grumpy and glares at me because I owe three bucks. <laughs> My coworkers, okay, so my new, my, my old coworkers at the David's Bridal know about this podcast, uh, and one has been on, and I think another has listened. Um, but my new coworkers at the uh, insurance agency I work at were like, what do you do for fun? And without thinking, I was like, I have a podcast. And they're like, really? What's it about? And I was like, oh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so I was like, it is too early in our relationship for you to realize how often I talk about dicks. It's about dicks and stuff and stuff and dicks. It's stuff. <laughs> about stuff and dicks. Dance and dance. Yeah, that's why my brother sent me a text that was like, "Is there an episode that doesn't have a lot of dicks in it?" 
I texted back, nope. <laughs> so Sorry. This had less dicks than usual. It did. Well, you didn't start off with your penis, penis, bell shit, whatever, you know. I know. Well, that's because um, the man set this up before, and so he and I didn't get to do our sound check with penis, penis, I know, penis, his penis, sound check was so boring without you. It was like testing, testing. Oh. And I was really sad, because usually it's all about dicks and balls. <laughs> penis, penis, dick Always. Balls. Yeah. All right, but that's it for tonight. Um, Go forth, live long, do, do shit. shit. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>